So a couple of months back, uh, we happened to visit a place called Belur and Halebiru somewhere down uh, east or west from Bangalore, west from Bangalore, right? And it, it was some kind of an old 13th century um, monument and temples and stuff like that. It was interesting. It was beautiful and stuff. Amazing sculptures and a lot of history behind it. We uh, took amazing pictures and stuff like that. It was beautiful. But along the way, I think um, this place is like four and a half hours drive from Bangalore towards the west. Uh, and it, you can plan for a day's trip. Uh, you can go and come back in a day. Uh, and halfway through the uh, through the journey towards Belur, you'll find another place. I don't know how to pronounce it. These Indians have all these kind of very difficult to pronounce kind of names. Um, what was it called? Shravana Vergula. Yeah, that thing. That's yes, Shravana like, something. Uh, when we go from Bangalore, west uh, to Bangalore, like uh, 140 kilometers, yeah. there's this place called Shravana Belagula. It's like very heritage place where you find a uh, lot of history, like thousands of years of history about Jain Jain religion. Yeah, yeah, that's the birthplace of Jainism, yeah, right? I'm not sure if is, it's is the birthplace, but it is? Uh, because uh, Mahavira, no, not Shravana Belagula. There's a, there's but, a nude statue or something there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Lord Gomateshwara's uh, statue, very renowned, very renowned, right. and uh, it's a place where you find a lot of heritage stuff. Lot of temples, a uh, lot of uh, arch- archaeological sites, and it's very, very popular among uh, Jain, Jain, Jain followers to come there. And you also have a festival which goes on like every 12 years. Yeah, yeah, I've heard uh, about like, that. I actually wanted to make it this time, but you know, my flight got delayed and stuff like that. There is no flight to there. No, coming to Bangalore is what I'm talking okay, about. I'm not okay. dry, like, directly yeah. going to uh, uh, whatever. So that yeah, is. that festival is called Maha Mastaka Bishega, and uh, it's like a head anointing festival of uh, the statue, the 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 mm. nude statue of uh, Lord uh, Gomateshwara. Right. So, what was the name of the place again? I just it's, forgot. Uh, I, it's called Shravana Belgola. Yeah, yeah. So, we are going to talk about that uh, in this episode. Thank you so much for listening to us. Welcome to another episode of Writer and Geek Show. This episode, we have something different lined up for you. We're going to talk about a heritage site uh, in Karnataka called Shravana Belagula and a festival which happens there every 12 years, the Mahamastaka Bisheka. Tune in and have fun. Or not. Hey, so uh, we are... Proud to uh, proud to be a part of the nation which has built the world's largest statue, right? Yeah, very proud. Like uh, I can't, you know, I can't tell you how much nationalism is running through my veins right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, now the thing is that we have a statue which is taller than even the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, uh, the statue is actually taller than uh, Spring Temple Buddha, which is in China. So uh, recently, uh, the statue of Sadar Vallabhai Patel. Uh, became, you know, uh, the tallest statue in the world. But uh, do you know one other fact about India that we have, we also have the tallest monolithic statue mm-hmm. in the world? Well, I kind of have heard of it in the passing. I think uh, it is the uh, statue of Lord... 
Gomateshwara. Yeah, Bahubali. So the thing is, probably I should explain what monolithic is, right? Probably. So uh, statues are built, you know, uh, by uh, putting together a lot of pieces of, you know, whatever thing, stone or iron or whatever you make it with. But monolithic statue, it is carved from a single stone. Right. Yeah, to to explain the difference, the Sardar statue, which is being erected right now, uh, it's built in pieces, right? It has an internal structure and an external structure and stuff like that. A monolithical statue is something that is carved out of a single structure. So the statue of uh, Lord Gomateshwara, it's almost like 58 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Like It's uh, unbelievable like how you can carve out a structure of that height, like around like 17 meters or something, mm-hmm. uh, from just a single stone. So uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like most people don't even know about it, like Indians, that we actually have the tallest monolithic uh, statue in the whole world. And... Uh, the uh, most amazing fact is that this was made almost like 1200 uh, 1100 years ago mm-hmm. yeah it was made in 19 uh, uh, sorry 981 ad right it's like 1030 yeah yeah indians have been good at building monolithic structures i think there is a, a shiva temple uh, near elora you know ajanta and elora cave yeah, right yeah. That shiva temple the entire temple is a monolithic structure which was built out of stone and it said that to build that structure, uh, they uh, they say it, it took around 9 or 18 years. I don't exactly remember. But um, even at that rate, they would have had to remove around 400,000 tons of stone or something like that. I mean, it's a huge number. I'm a I'm, I'm little flaky on the details, but you can go ahead and read about it. It's, a, it's one of the biggest mysteries of medieval world where people are not sure how that entire structure was built out of one single uh, stone. That's what, like, we have so much history in our country, but mm-hmm. uh, we go in search for something else, you know, somewhere else. But yeah, even uh, the statue of Lord Gomateshwara, they uh, like, we have like the remains, the, the carved out parts, all it was actually rolled down from the hills. Right. So, why are we talking about this place and the statue? Because uh, recently, I uh, not recently, probably almost like a year ago, I got this opportunity to write, uh, like, uh, work on a book. Uh, which is related to this place, the statue and the festival, which is related to it. So February 2018, uh, the festival happened again after like 12 years. And uh, the whole thing was documented by uh, the, the the publisher who is working behind this. And they wanted to like uh, help so- uh, get help so- from someone to write content for the book. So the book is uh, like, a, like a coffee table uh, book yeah. where they have like pictorial depiction of the whole event. And you have like short contents on the side uh, with regard to what the picture is. So uh, I've been working on it for like almost... On and off for almost like a year and uh, yeah, it's finally going to be published probably next month or like uh, awesome. the start of next year. So that's why we are talking about it. Is it is it available on Amazon or something? No, no, no. It's actually a premium uh, book which uh, which which kind of is a limited edition thing. Like uh, they're planning to release uh, uh, like 500 books at first. Like whoever wants it, they can uh, order it and they'll courier it to them. And uh, depending on how well the sales go, probably they'll print more. So yeah, Shavana uh, Belagola. So uh, let's probably talk a bit about the place. It's it's like a it's like a tiny township, mm-hmm. which uh, has. Uh, which is popular just because of this right. statue. And uh, there are like two hills there, uh, one called Chandragiri and another one, taller one called Vindigiri. So uh, 
both the hills have a lot of temples on it like chandragiri uh, got around like more than 100 basadis temples are called uh, basadis and uh, like vindigiri has around like 60 70 or something so uh, the history of these uh, two uh, hills varies a little bit because chandragiri is a little bit shorter than vindigiri so it was easy for people to uh, get on it uh, during all the times probably like uh, thousands of years ago so it has a history ranging from almost like 300 bc uh, to around like 12000 ad okay okay and uh, with regards to vindigiri uh, with regards to chandragiri vindigiri has a lot shorter span of history because it was not easy to climb mm-hmm. uh, because it's a taller uh, hill and it has a history ranging around like 700 bc to like even now so uh, most of the temples structures, structures and, yeah. and all that built uh, in chandragiri were during 3000 300 bc to like 1300 and uh, vindigiri is after like 700 mm-hmm. AD. So, uh, Chandragiri. How did it get its name? Uh, Ch- uh, you've heard of Chandragupta Maurya, right? Yes. Yeah, he is said to be uh, a follower of J- Jainism, <clears throat> and uh, there was uh, there is a speculation. It's a myth. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not history. Right. <laughs> yes. So uh, I get the difference. Yeah. So there there was this sage named Badrabahu, who was like a great uh, Jain saint, and uh, he. moved to chandragiri mm-hmm. and he was doing tapas and all that so what is tapas called in english penance right penance. yeah yeah penance so he he went there he did penance and all that so so the myth is that chandragupta he uh, being a follower of jainism he uh, you know tracked badrabahu and went to chandragiri mm-hmm. and uh, badrabahu he attained uh, nirvana okay and uh, after that chandragupta also you know did penance and he also attained uh, he did salekana What, that's a word salekana is like uh, something once you have uh, you know found all the purpose in life mm-hmm. then uh, the thing is there's nothing for you to do if there is a time when you uh, like find yourself in a position where you have nothing else to do in life that's when you do salekana it's mm-hmm. like a it's not suicide <laughs> it's like you you just stop uh, living living yeah you just stop taking food you just stop taking water and okay. all that so basically uh, if you are someone who have have like one meal per day you next time you will skip one day then you will skip two days mm-hmm. then slowly you just end up degrading your body and you die mm-hmm. so chandragupta is said to have uh, did salekana in chandragiri okay so chandragiri is said to be his uh, final resting place right so this is the same chandragupta who is a grandfather of uh, ashoka right yes Hmm. But uh, the thing is, Ashoka ended up being a Buddhist. Buddhist. So that's how it uh, got the name Chandragiri, and uh, then Vindhyagiri. Vindhyagiri. It's also called Indragiri, uh, and the reference is very much you know obvious because uh, it really uh, it's uh, it got its name from the uh, Hindu god uh, Indra, and uh, uh, that's where the image of Lord Gomateshwara is set up. Mm-hmm. So uh, to track back, we'll have to uh, track back about the statue. We'll have to like wind up a little bit and uh, talk about Jainism. Right. So, like you know, uh, Sikhs have their uh, nanaks, mm-hmm. gurus, and all that. Uh, even Jains have their uh, you know Tirthankaras, uh, right? Major, yeah, major uh, sages called Tirthankaras. Mm-hmm. So they have like twenty-four in total. Right. So the first Tirthankara with uh, which 
So the first Tirthankara which uh, Jains had was Rishabha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if you know him, but uh, he was the father of Bharata and uh, Bahubali. I'm just trying to think. He was not my classmate, so I don't think I know him very well. No, I, I I'm not sure. Like we we have probably talked about him before, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he was ah, the grandfather of Bahubali, is it? He was the father of. Bahubali. So uh, just to clarify, this is not the same Bahubali that. we had couple of years back in the movies this uh, is a completely yeah, different yeah, yeah, story yeah. it has nothing to yeah, do with but that but i'm not sure if they have taken influences or something from that one no, i'm not uh, sure bahubali yeah. just means a very powerful yeah, yeah. Per- yeah. person or something like that right maybe they wanted yeah but this uh, this bahubali and that bahubali is not related Correct. That's this mar- is that's not this podcast episode is not about the movie <laughs> yeah so uh, what happened is like rishabha he got married like something similar to our uh, gautama buddha like uh, he got married he had kids and then he was like you know what i'm done with this life mm-hmm. he was a king yeah that's the main right. point yeah he was a king so he sacrificed his kingdom his uh, family everything and he went and went to the temple and started doing penance seems like a trend i don't know <laughs> what it is but yeah he started doing that no offense i'm just kidding <laughs> i have a weird <laughs> sense of humor which <laughs> most people would like sorry <laughs> yeah so uh, he did that and uh, so he made bharat uh, he had 99 kids 99 kids so before leaving he just uh, divided the kingdom amongst all uh, 99 kids and uh, bharata was the strongest be- being the you know eldest was, was he trying uh, to be another dhritarashtra or something fell short of two or so, two right no 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 he's got a daughter too so it's 100 so 100 dhritarashtra had 101 right? so oh yeah short of short by one oh yeah yeah that, that's sad that's okay know, I mean, like couldn't do it yeah no, maybe i don't know he just wanted to uh, he just wanted 100 so uh, uh, correct me if i'm wrong is this the same story that we have read in some children's digest or something years back have we so uh, there was a story which was called um, it it was about two kids bioscope man or something so two kids they go and see do you know what a bioscope is early days they used to have this uh, roadside uh, you know bioscope men who used to have this device if you look into it you can see a movie Films. playing in that right yeah. so these two kids monish and meena was their name i remember they used to go and watch this there was at that particular day the story was about bahubali so what happens in the story is magically these people these two kids also get transferred to that time and they become a part of the story one such thing was uh, 20000 leagues under the sea they become a part of the story and oh, wow. this next one was this one bahubali story so uh, that's how i know about it where uh, you know anyway you're going to explain yeah, the so story yeah so what is right? the story you can just so uh, give me the this bits is what i understood maybe after their father went to penance and all that um, bharata was the eldest son right after which uh, the country is named or something like that india is named bharat that i'm not okay. i have no idea so anyway so he starts conquering uh, the different parts of the kingdom which are used uh, which are which are ruled by different brothers of his right yeah. in the end he'll reach uh, bahubali's kingdom and he has defeated almost all the others when he reaches bahubali's kingdom he refuses to give up they end up having a fight or something like that and then they later decide to have three competitions right 
uh i think the first one of them was something like a staring competition yes. or something they <laughs> exactly. have to stare at each other's eyes and whoever uh, falters blinks. blinks first loses second was getting into water and splashing on each other's yes. face something weird right? and uh, yeah so this is exactly <laughs> this it's the same story so uh, bharata he uh, ended up thinking you know uh, i'm the eldest one i should be the one ruling the whole kingdom mm-hmm. so he uh, like unlike uh, unlike conquering his brothers kingdoms mm-hmm. he just called them and he's like you know what uh, losers i want your kingdom <laughs> just give it to me and you know you <laughs> can just you can just uh, be the ruler there but i'll be the one supreme one so they were like okay fine he's our brother we'll do it but, but you know what good that you mentioned that because now you know that uh, being elder has advantages <laughs> bs <laughs> yeah so uh, that happened but bahubali he was like you know why should i give you my kingdom it's my kingdom that's why my dad gave it to me you know what i am not giving it to you uh, so bharata he actually wanted to call everyone a loser but bahubali was like you know i am not a loser you mm-hmm. you'll have to beat me so instead of fighting a war Mm, and losing a lot of lives a lot of lives they were like you know what we'll uh, hold a competition which is like <laughs> the first one is <laughs> staring at each other's eyes and whoever blinks loses <laughs> which <laughs> yeah sorry sorry yeah so the second one is like you have to get into water and splash water on each other mm-hmm. whoever falters loses right and the third one is wrestling mm-hmm. malla yuddha yeah. which is like a proper way to like settle things so what happens is like all the three uh, are uh, bharata good lose, lord right? uh, bahubali wins that's why he's called bahubali you now he was very powerful yeah so he wins and he, he's got the kingdom now but uh, bharata he becomes very angry and he had this dharma chakra disc of yes hmm. it's like something like which Mah- what mahavishnu Vishnu has so, so this dharma chakra is actually the uh, thing which came to him and said that you know what uh, why don't you like conquer all the con- uh, kingdoms and you mm-hmm. know uh, rule as the supreme leader so actually it was not bharata's fault this thing went and provoked yeah, him yeah yeah so you can't like, blame him yeah that. but uh, and bharata got really angry uh, to be you know beaten by his younger mm-hmm. sibling and he uh, sent the dharma chakra on him to kill him but what happened is like because of uh, bahubali's uh, righteousness mm-hmm. Dharma Chakra couldn't kill him. It just went and you know just uh, took three started, circles. Started orbiting him. Yeah, something. orbiting him. You know, I don't know what it's called. Like we have a tradition where you when you go to temples, we are supposed to production. Like, production. I yeah. don't know what it's called in English. So uh, it did that and you know just stopped. So they've understood. Oh my God, this guy is not like a regular mm-hmm. guy. And Bharata was like, Oh sh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made a mistake. And Bahubali then he realized, Oh my God, just because of this. petty fight not petty fight but uh, like just because uh, my brother wanted kingdom or i wanted my kingdom to be with me we brothers fought so this is what uh, bahubali is thinking yeah right? this possession thing is affecting us a lot mm-hmm. so i don't want all these pose- uh, possession and right. he he tells bharata that you know what you can keep all the kingdom i'm going to the ten- uh, forest to do penance like his dad right. so he goes there he uh, does like severe penance for like years but he's not able to attain enlightenment which baffles everyone so the thing uh, like uh, so what bharata gets to know is that rishaba he from the uh, he stops his penance and comes to bharata and tells him you know what why he's not getting enlightenment is because he still thinks that uh, the place where bahubali is standing 
it actually belongs to Bharata, right? Because the kingdom yeah. is Bharata. So right. I, even though I don't want to own anything, I'm still owning the place where I'm standing, right. which kind of trickles, messing like around messing with around his with his mind. So uh, he tells Bharata, go tell him like, you know, it's okay to have this. So Bharata goes and tells him and he attains uh, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So that's the story. Right. That's a myth. This is a myth. Or history. Right. <laughs> so that's the myth behind the whole thing and uh, then thousands of years pass by you have like 24 Tirthankaras and like a rich history of Jain uh, Jainism and it's it's pretty fascinating like uh, I don't know I just like learning about different ones and Buddhism and Jainism is like pretty awesome mm-hmm. so uh, around like uh, sometime between like uh, 981 AD before that little before that uh, there was this uh, leader called Chamundaraya. Mm-hmm. He was the commander of uh, this one, Ganga dynasty back then. Okay. okay. So his mother had this vision uh, like, you know, uh, somewhere in the jungles near some hill or something. There is this, uh, like Bahubali is there structure. it seems. Mm. The, the, not like the structure, he's present there. Okay. So uh, as an elderly woman, she wanted to go there and see Bahubali. So being like a powerful uh, son he was like okay i'll help her find out where it is and they go in search uh, for this place and over the over the year uh, over time they just reach one forest where they have there is one sage living so they take shelter there for like some time to rest and all that so the sage tells uh, um chamundaraya that you know uh, it's very it's like seriously impossible to like get there because it's uh in a in a forest which is like thickly dense forest where uh, it's almost impossible for uh, humans to uh, travel to mm-hmm. so uh, he gets disappointed and he goes to sleep and he's he gets a vision like uh, bahubali comes in his uh, sleep uh, dream and he tells him you know you climb chandragiri and shoot an arrow to the other hill which is vindhyagiri and where the arrow goes and falls you'll see uh, the image of Bahubali. Next morning, he goes and does that. And uh, he actually end up seeing the image of Bahubali over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when he goes to Vindigiri and starts building the uh, right. statue. So by 981 AD, it was already done. So I don't know. I, I cannot even imagine like how something of that grandeur could be built like 100 more than more than thousands of years ago. Do you remember an episode we did on phantom th- uh, time theory? Hypothesis, yeah. Yeah, so this 981 doesn't actually exist. I think it was more closer <laughs> to the more modern times. Yeah. So you guys, if you're not getting what we're saying, go back to our archives and you can find an episode called Phantom Time Hypothesis. hypothesis. I right? think it's the sixth or seventh episode, something like that. But uh, the... Quality is pretty poor. Yeah, quali- audio quality is poor and probably our delivery style yeah, is also extremely bad. Yeah, the presentation is pretty bad. <laughs> it was and early days. it was something I did, I think. We both did. And, oh, that was uh, uh, mass hysteria. Yeah, this was not a time when we were like good at talking and or anything. But, you know, if you're curious, you can just go and listen to it. Uh, or don't. don't tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, if you want to know about phantom th- time hypothesis and what it is all about, just go and listen. Apparently, we are still living in the 17th century or something. Yeah. So this is what happened. Like he built uh, the image of Lord Gomateshura. And when uh, people saw like such a such a grand thing being built... Uh, this Tamundaraya's ego, mm-hmm. like, 
as it should it just went up and he was like oh man i am like the coolest guy in the whole freaking city mm-hmm. i have built something like this and he is like okay let's do one thing it's such a tall building we have to like do the head anointing uh, thing like mm-hmm. we'll pour water on the statue and try to bathe it and uh, he uh, brought a lot of water mm-hmm. and started pouring on the statue but no matter what he does the water does not go beyond like the shoulder and the mm-hmm. uh, what is that uh, naval region naval region yeah the the bust right. like uh, under that it's not reaching mm-hmm. and he was like he tried it so much that he just got fed up and he like you know what I, what am i supposed to do how will i do it mm-hmm. uh, now so uh, that time uh, an elderly woman right. uh, she comes holding a pot in her hands and she goes like you know what can i give it a shot I'll just pour it and I'll see like what happens. So Chamunda there he's like yeah poof. <laughs> I tried with so much of water what are you going to do? I'll we'll just try okay you just go up and try. So she goes up and she uh pours the uh, water from her pot mm-hmm. and it will reach his feet. Like the statue. It's feet. a miracle like the whole statue gets drenched mm-hmm. with just one pot one, of water. One pot of water. and uh, not just that that the water flows through the uh, hill and uh, forms a pond in between the two uh, hills mm-hmm. that's where it got the name belia kola belia gola which means like white pond right. okay shravana uh, is actually the name of a jain saint okay. so shravana uh what is that belia gola which means like shravana white pond mm-hmm. that's how the name shravana belagola came into existence so chamundraya he understood you know what this is actually not just a, not just a regular lady and <clears throat> it was actually uh, the the name of the lady is gulakayaji like mm-hmm. the lady who carries the pot she was actually an apsara oh who came in disguise and you know wanted to teach uh, chamundraya a lesson so that happened so uh, that's how the tradition started of uh, mahabastaka abhishega mm-hmm. so uh, i haven't explained what mahabastaka abhishega is yeah. right so uh, every 12 years the image of lord gomateshwara is bathed with uh, a lot of ingredients mm-hmm. starting with water then you have milk saffron water rice flour dry fruits and all that so that ceremony is like grand mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a ceremony which is which had like around 5 lakh people attending this year so uh, and uh, it it's a cornerstone of like you know the the, the beliefs of jain heritage and it's carried out very uh, gr- in a grand fashion so uh, this head anointing uh, ceremony which happens every 12 years uh, in shravana belagola on the statue of lord gomateshwara is called the mahamastaka abhishek so the recent one happened in 2018 and it's a tradition which has been happening since 981 there have been like times when it has become irregular or something but uh, over the past uh, 100 years or something it's been happening like every 12 years and it's a very important milestone in uh, the jain heritage so people from across the country across the world actually uh comes to visit this uh, grand event so it's like a grand event which is actually sponsored by uh, the government 
sponsored in the sense like backed by the government so the site is now a unesco heritage site and it's protected uh, by the government this year the government uh, had allotted around like uh, 90 crores for the festival and uh, it was inaugurated by uh, our honorable uh, president sri ramnath kovind mm-hmm. and even uh, sri uh, narendra modi our honorable uh, prime minister was also present there so it's an event which is like very uh, popular amongst uh, the jain uh, yeah it's considered to be very important yeah and also not just the jain uh, people followers jain jainism followers but also like the whole locality but uh, I had no idea about such a festival right. existing neither have uh, I, like I heard of this about like a year ago so uh, my aim here is to like let people know that something like this is happening and it's like a site which you can visit right. whenever you want to and uh, to be honest it's like a place uh, which is very calm uh, our friend ranjit i think he had visited mm, there once yeah. and he said that it's a place where you can just go there relax for some time right. and then come back so if you are making a, if you are in bangalore or like anywhere in karnataka if you get an opportunity it's a place you should visit because this festival it's no, known for this festival when uh, a lot of sages like munis and aryakas aryakas are uh, nuns Uh, aryakas are what they are called in uh, the jain uh, the thing so uh, they come from all across the country the thing is they have uh, sacrificed possession mm-hmm. and they follow ahimsa and all that right. so uh, they travel from across the world by walking so some of these uh, sages they are from uh, him they go go to himalayas during these periods of time and when this festival happens they walk from there probably take like 2 wow. years or something to reach so it's a grand event which uh, you have to witness probably like uh, after 12 years i'll be f- around 40 then 39 <laughs> 40 yeah so uh, the whole festival it is a symbol of jain uh, principles of ahimsa and you know uh, leaving all the possession and just supporting the way of life uh, of uh, you know how you should be living uh, in harmony so that's what the whole idea the festival puts forth so uh, it's probably a place you should visit if you are in uh, in and around bangalore and you will never be disappointed so our friends at castbox uh, are offering a coupon code for you to uh, avail their premium content yeah with the coupon code you get 6 uh, months of premium subscription which will give you ad free content unlimited subscription i think the uh, uh, free version has a limit of 100 subscriptions right uh, so many other things like that so use our coupon it's writer w r i t e r when you install the app just enter this coupon code and you have 6 months free premium version of castbox So when you are there uh, subscribe to our fellow podcaster uh, Karthik Vijay Kumar who hosts the show Design Your Thinking podcast which is about uh, it has taken a new path like earlier it used to be about technology people ca- like uh, speakers and uh, the guests come and talk about technology and how you can implement it into your work and all that but he has taken a new uh, path which is about you know uh, a little bit of motivational side right and th- he uh, interviews people from various uh, fields of business and life and uh, give us an insight on how they became successful or how they are you know becoming successful someone who is like in the same level as us so that we can uh, get inspired and you know 
move forward in life so do check check uh, design your thinking podcast and uh, let us know what you feel about it also uh, subscribe to us uh, on apple podcast castbox google podcast or anywhere you are listening to us and don't forget to leave a feedback you know if yeah. you like it or not like it just go ahead and rate us if even if it's like one star it's okay do you know what uh, you can just uh, download um, itunes for a bit uh, if you like our show really well really uh, if you really like our show just download itunes give us a good uh, give us a rating there whatever you feel if you feel it's worth five stars please do give five stars and then leave a, a comment about how do you feel about our show and if that seems to be too much of work you can come to our website and give a uh, give a comment there uh, but yeah definitely if you could please uh, give us a rating on itunes that will really help us get on top of the charts yeah so see you next uh, episode thank you so much and have a good week